0: Tools that will save your professional life. Communication tools, productivity tools,
1: and creativity tools. Welcome to your Freelance Friends podcast. In this podcast, we're giving you tips and tricks on how to become a successful freelancer. We're here to guide you through your journey and share some of the things that we have learned along the way to save you time and headaches. Our goal is to provide you with information that you can use to give your clients the most value, no matter what your niche or experience level is.
0: Yes. So. Uh, In the last podcast, we mentioned, I mentioned that today's podcast will be about motivation because it was supposed to close our series of 10 episodes about freelancing. So we talked about motivation in the first episode and I was thinking, let's finish also with motivation. However, we decided to continue this series and we are going to change the topic and talk about tools. So communication, productivity and creativity tools that will definitely save your professional freelancing life. So let's just
1: jump right in, Rita. Yeah, great. Um, So the first topic of tools that we're going to discuss is communication, which is so very, very important when you're freelancing or a remote employee. Um, I think we've mentioned that a couple of times throughout our episodes. So some common tools that um, I personally have used, and I think Anna is pretty familiar with also, are Slack, Um, It's a great communication tool. You can make private channels. You can have team channels. uh, You can customize it really easily, very user-friendly. Another one is Microsoft Teams, which has become, I think, even more popular in the past year with everybody going remote or maybe diving into the freelance uh, business themselves. Uh, Microsoft Teams, again, pretty highly customizable. You can make different channels for whatever you're doing in there, um, groups, one-on-ones. Another one that is pretty common is Google Chat or Google Meets. It's uh, 100% free, too, which is great. so you can have instant messaging in there or you can have meetings. Uh, same thing, I think, with teams. And then another one I think that was worth a mention is a lot of CRMs have some sort of internal um, communication tool that you can use. Personally, I work in Salesforce a lot and we have what is called Chatter, where you can comment back and forth to your teammates within the CRM and kind of tie it to uh, you know, your contact or your company, whatever you guys are talking about. Um, and then one more, which you know, we'll kind of talk about a little later on in the episode is WhatsApp. This is more of a instant messaging um, and it can be for personal use or sometimes for business use, but we will get into that a little later in the episode.
0: Exactly. So those tools that you mentioned, I think that I used all of them with uh, some of my clients. And I think what's important to mention is that, in general, we shouldn't apply like we shouldn't uh, force our clients to work with any of those tools. Meaning, the clients probably your client when they come to you, they probably already use some tools. So, for example, they use Microsoft tools and they use Teams, right? And it's rather yeah. us who needs to learn what tools do they use and get used to them than the other way around. So. Mm, well, usually when you have clients from Upwork, for example, you can communicate with them through Upwork, but a lot of them also wants to communicate with um, with you through the internal system. So for example, you are communicating with your client and also with the team and everyone is, for example, on Microsoft Teams. And it's us who should learn those, those tools. It's, it's kind of, I think that it's something that has to be said. Uh, it's kind of, I would say, it's, it should be obvious, but I think that it's important to, to underline it that, well, if you use Slack and your client doesn't use Slack, you shouldn't say, oh, you have to use Slack because I communicate through Slack. Exactly. You'd rather say, you know, I will communicate with you in this way. However, I also know that, for example, for me, I was communicating with one of our clients of agency, one of our clients through uh, we were communicating through email and I, I i just thought that to make us more productive i would propose that we can move to slack and i mm-hmm. explained to the to the client how to do it how to use it i set up the whole you know the whole workspace or whatever it's called and it worked so you sh- you cannot force your client but you can educate and help your client to start using those tools but yeah anyway Use, if client already used some tools, use their tools,
1: don't force them to use your tools. tools. Right, exactly. Be adaptive, but if there's not something already in place, if, uh, you know, what they're using is inefficient, always suggest what could be more efficient for them. Exactly. Uh, So let's touch a little bit more on instant messaging tools. Uh, I think we want to just caution you a little bit with this, uh, because things with WhatsApp and some Other similar ones do tie to your private number and that's going to be on your device, on your personal device, on your cell phone, which is always, you know, on your person. So there is the possibility that your client will expect you to always be on or the other side of that is you might feel like you always have to be on and you're constantly answering them outside of your hours of availability. And it's so important to keep your work-life balance. So it's great to have these. And maybe with some of your team members, you know, it's not an issue, but do use a little bit of caution when you're giving them out to your clients and people that are expecting you, you know, when to respond and how to respond on your own personal time.
0: Totally. Well, I think that, Nowadays, when you have those apps to communicate, you can have Teams on your phone. You can have mail on your phone, of course. You can have right. Upwork messages. You can have WhatsApp. And it's kind of like all those apps started to be almost instant, right? Almost instant communication. Right. It's important to kind of know when to stop, like when to
1: exactly not,
0: to not get used to answering all the time. Of course, we are for clients, right? So we want to answer them all the time. But then, kind of like your work-life balance, it will it will crash. Like it will it will be too heavy for you. So be careful with this, and also be careful to give the personal personal numbers, personal emails, because oh, you can disconnect from your email when you have three days. But if clients has your private private email or private number he will know that you saw this message so he will or she will expect you to answer and it's like not helpful for both sides so yeah
1: <laughs> totally agree with right you. exactly so life next- is all about balance even professionally
0: <laughs> yeah totally uh, so next thing uh, that we would like to talk about is productivity tools so when we say about productivity tools or communication tool also improves their productivity. But what we mean is more like project management tools. So for example, ClickUp, Monday.com, Trello, or Jira, all those tools are used to manage your tasks, manage your projects. And from from my experience at least, I think the you have similar, um, Mm -hmm. is that usually clients already use those tools. Like if, if there's an organization, usually organization already use some kind of project management tool. And mm-hmm. as you are as you are working remotely, it is always good to keep your tasks. So, for example, for me, even if my clients don't use those those uh, tools, I use them for myself. So I can have all my clients listed in I don't know. Let's let's say ClickUp, and then I have all the tasks. So I can hold myself accountable, and I can remi- remind myself about tasks that I need to do. But if your client use them also, you just, you just put your things there, right? And you manage pr- projects of your client in the tool, in the tool that they use. And those tools really save a lot of time and headaches.
1: <laughs> so Seriously. Yeah, you can right? only remember so much on your own, but these tools you can plug in, you can put, um, you know, due dates, you can put notes, you can do interpersonal or inner team communication. They're really, really, really lifesavers. Um, I think kind of going a little bit more into that and going more to the management side of productivity, uh, kind of keeping yourself organized is the management of files. So I'm going to kind of bounce back to the Google Drive again. Another another cool thing about the Google Drive is you can do Google Sheets, you can do Google Docs, um, you know, you can do a lot in there. And again, it's totally free. So that's an awesome one. Um, and then also also something that me and Anna both did with our clients, but I never had a name for it before until I met Anna, is a preference sheet, which is just, you know, you can do it on an Excel sheet, you can do it on a Word sheet, however you want to organize it, but it's your own personal um, personal uh, preferences for your clients, you know, what, what their email is, what their Zoom link is, what their Calendly link is, where you can easily go to that document and reference what you need to do and keep everything organized all together in one sheet,
0: yeah especially it's important if you are a virtual assistant right if you are assisting your client uh, very often we have information about the um what, well the logins the passwords, sometimes they credit cards right we mm-hmm. we need to somehow store this important information and it really takes a lot of time if you always need to come back in the communication where the client send exactly. this information right so it's good exactly to have one sheet uh one place where you Safely store this information, and like something like preference mm-hmm. sheet is something that you can you can basically have like a template for a client that you send at the very beginning of the co- uh, cooperation, and then the client just fills yep. in the information, which is crucial. Like I don't know what's the email, what's the phone phone uh, phone number, right? All the information that client want want you to know. And it's just easier mm-hmm. to save so much time <laughs> for both of you. Yeah. When, yeah. yeah. Just one thing here is that, well, if on your preference sheet, on your template, if you have, for example, credit card details, and you're not using credit card details, it will be weird for a client that you ask for that. So just like remove it or say that your client needs to fill in those places that they want. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. For example, virtual assistants, sometimes uh, need to book tickets for their clients and clients might have preferences in terms of where do they want to sit or how much Mm -hmm. time do they want to have um, before arriving to the airport and how you are going to organize the schedule, right? So those things Mm -hmm. can go to preference sheet. And if the client doesn't want to fill it in, you are just filling it in. When you're working with client, you are just filling it in. So you can always refer to to this document. Anyway, this is the, exactly this is the document that you can just keep and have. And it's very useful. And in terms of those systems, coming back to the systems that we mentioned, product management systems like ClickUp, for example, I think that it's also uh, good from us, as we already have experience with those tools, it's good to show and educate your client about them. Meaning, for example, you are starting to work with client and this client is, let's say, um, a small company, entrepreneur with two, three employees and they never use such tools. Why don't you want to help them start using them? Maybe they never thought about it. Maybe they didn't have time and they actually need someone like you who will organize those tools for them. So it's good to to educate client also because you already have experience with those tools and you can help your client start using them.
1: Exactly, exactly. We all want to keep everybody better organized. That's part of our job as a virtual assistant. So, introduce the tools if they're not using them already. Yeah. Uh, So, last topic, creativity. Uh, Which tools to use? Um, I am not super, super well-versed in uh, creative platforms, I'll be honest, but uh, Anna introduced me to Canva, which I love. You can do uh, different kind of templates. You can do resumes. You can do presentations in there. Uh, Really cool. It's free for what I'm doing. I'm not sure if they have a couple different tiers there, but for what I use it for, it's free, which is great. Uh, Another one is iMovie. Uh, there's one called Audacity, and uh, there's also other free websites like Unsplash. So, you know, explore what you may need. And uh, again, most of these platforms are very super, super user friendly. So just kind of go in there and play around. And, uh, you know, anything that's free is worth a look.
0: Yeah. Rita just mentioned few few of those websites or platforms or tools, but there's so many. And I'm sure that like our marketing colleagues will make fun of us after this episode, but they will be like, what, what kind of basic tools you use? But we are talking to, <laughs> to people who are not, maybe not experts. We are talking about basic tools here. So what I want to say is- Yeah, that
1: super basic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but what we want to say is that basically you don't have to be a designer, to design something, to do a basic graphic. Either it's for your client or it's for your use. So your personal use, you want to market yourself, you want to post something, you want to create something for your website. You don't have to pay someone to do it if it's like basic thing, and you can really do it quite well with those tools and they are free. So make sure to use them and they are very easy to use. Um, And sometimes, well, For example, for clients, for virtual assistants, we as agency, we offer often often have clients who don't need marketing person, they they don't need designer, they don't need marketing person, they need a virtual assistant who will manage their marketing tools, social media, for Mm -hmm. example, and they will create very simple graphic. And for this, Canva is a very good option, right? So those are some kind of tools that you can explore, they are free. They're easy, they're fun to work with. So why not?
1: Exactly, yeah. And also, again, if you learn a new tool, you get to beef up your resume and add that to your skills list. So why not learn to do a little light designing? And we are in the digital world where we are visual people. We wanna see something exciting. So I think that's a a awesome thing to kind of dive into uh, if you can, um, or if it's a need and you know, a lot of them are free. So very 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 cool stuff there.
0: Exactly. So Rita is always yeah. remembering about you you always remember about putting it on your CV.
1: <laughs> Which is yeah, always forgets CV. Is. <laughs> Always good to put it on your CV. Yeah. Constantly build that, constantly yeah. build
0: yeah exactly you are building your skill set and it's it's important and they are so easy to use anyway i already said <laughs> that like four times so summing up we already talked about communication uh productivity and creativity tools i think that we covered everything what we wanted in this episode so anything else rita
1: i don't think so i think uh, that sums it up okay so bye